but she kind of made it where I wanted to become a better version of myself and of just a better person in general. I just had a very energizing conversation with Kelly's story. Kelly is a woman of adventure. She likes off-roading in her Jeep, riding on the edge of the mountain. She's trained with the Navy SEALs. She can defend herself. You're gonna love hearing from Kelly's story. Today, my guest is Kelly Story. And Kelly, I wanna welcome you to our podcast today. Thank you, Kathy, it's good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. And I know um, you. I hear so many positive things about you from your coworkers. You're, you're one of those upbeat, positive, happy people. So I to wanna hear. understand more about what makes you that way? So first, tell us a little bit about what you do for CNG and how long you've worked for us. I've been here for 11 and a half years, mm-hmm. and I am now the customer account manager, which okay. is an accomplishment all on its own just for the title because we struggled and we worked hard to get our new titles, which is mm-hmm. account specialist, mm-hmm. um, senior account specialist. And it's more representing what the team actually does. Okay. We were customer service and not anything against the actual customer customer service representative titles, but yeah. it didn't explain exactly what we did. All of the mm-hmm. girls and the gals up or the guys up there, they manage accounts and they are the first person in the front line with the customers. So I wanted and Tani and I and our team got together and we just wanted to make sure that we had a title that described what they actually did. So I think everyone is extremely happy and extremely proud now to say they're a customer account specialist or a customer account mm-hmm. manager. So it's nice to be able to sit here and say that I'm a customer account manager. Now. Yeah, I love that. So what you do is super important because you're like the, like you said, the front line. You, yeah. You're the first one the customer talks to. That impression they have of CNG, you shape it. Yep. So tell me about that. It can go good or bad. So if they have a bad experience from <laughs> yes. the get-go, which we want to avoid at all costs. Yeah. So that's why we want to make sure that the customer feels like they are number one in our eyes because they mm-hmm. are number one. Yeah. Um, that we want to make sure that they can trust us. And that's mm-hmm. the key to all of our relationships with our customers mm-hmm. is I want them to know that I have their back and that if they send me an order, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make sure that that order gets to them when they need it and make it a very stress-free process for them. Um, they, you know, you do build that relationship and I have a very strong bonds with some of my customers because you do talk to them every day, all day Mm -hmm. long, some more than others. Some, they don't even bother you because they know that you got them and they're, they're going to get what they need when they need it. Mm -hmm. So you have that ability to really anticipate what each customer is going to need because it's all different, right? Yep. Now you do have those moments where things might not go according to schedule or according to plan, but it's how you handle those moments with the customer. And you want them to know that, hey, you are doing everything that you possibly can to help them and do what they need. Yeah, well, well thank you for all you do for thank us because you. you're, you're a real difference maker. Thank you. So tell me, how do you how do you keep yourself all together outside of work? What do you do to sort of, you know, because I would imagine some days are very stressful. So what do you do to relax? They are. Some days are very stressful. Um, we I have my stepson at home and he's amazing. He does jujitsu. So we do a lot of that. He likes to practice on me, which I'm not very good. Um, <laughs> but we do, that entertains me. And we do a lot of off-roading with our Jeeps. And we go on all kinds of different trips. And it's a lot of fun. We got a little group that will, you know, we'll coordinate a house or a cabin. And we'll go and we'll travel six hours. Sometimes we'll go across the country and we'll stay a whole week out in Utah or California. 
but it's the moments that in, are in between those road trips that are a lot of fun. We do take the kid with us um, and he's always making it fun. Mm-hmm. Well, so we, we enjoy the off-roading and it's a little nerve wracking when you're on the side of the mountain and you look down and there's the end of the cliff and you're oh. like, Oh, I hope I don't roll. <laughs> oh my gosh. So are you driving? Are you in the passenger? I'm usually or? in the passenger seat. Okay. So my fiance does the driving and he's done it since he was a teenager. So I have all the trust in the world in him, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are always like, why aren't you going on a beach? I'm like, there's that's, there's no excitement on the beach. I mean, mm-hmm. you can, but there's the excitement in the, I might roll over and die. <laughs> yeah, thrilling. That's yep. thrilling. They're like, you have to come to work on Monday, so make sure that doesn't yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please, please. So where's the, where's the best, what's the best trip you've ever taken? Like, is there a certain place? There's a couple of different places, but last year we went out to California and we drive our and haul our Jeeps out there. From Ohio here? From Ohio out to California. So it's about a three-day trip to get out there. And then we camped the entire time. So in California, we woke up in 35 degree windy weather, which I I didn't pack, you know, Ohio clothes. I packed California clothes. So that was that was interesting. Um, but then we drove up to Northern California and we saw some of the most amazing scenery, the waterfalls, the trails, the rocks, the cliffs. It was just beautiful. Yeah. So we'll probably do that again. And we found a spot that we want to camp out the, the next time we go there. And mm-hmm. then we went to Utah and we ended up camping out in 115 degree weather, which was not pleasant at all. So, Like in one of the national parks? Or? Yep. Oh, we went to Moab. It's oh, beautiful out yeah. there. The Red Rocks. There. Yeah. It's it's unlike anything else, it is. I think. We've gone there a couple times. This mm-hmm. last trip that we just took was pretty epic. Um, we had to buy a new truck because ours broke in Illinois. And then a friend Wait, of ours. Wait, you hardly got anywhere. You went from <laughs> Ohio to Illinois and the truck or the yes, Jeep broke? Yes, yes. We went to, we ended up in Peru, Illinois. Oh, wow. And okay. so the next morning we were at the dealership and we're like, okay, so what are we, what are our options? I'm like, we can't go back. We can't go forward. So we got to figure it out. So we just said, we'll buy a new truck. So we bought a new truck, transferred all of our stuff over to the new one and kept on rolling down the road. Then our friend of ours called and he had all of his stuff stolen out of his truck. Oh, on the same trip? On the same trip. That was like Saturday. So we're like, oh man, we just need to get to Moab. So Sunday morning we wake up and everyone's like relocating like, okay, where are we? Where are you? Where where are we? And we had three three other buddies that were ahead of us. And they're like, so my Jeep and truck got stolen last night. And we're like, what? Oh my gosh, Kelly. I looked at my fiance I, and I just started laughing. I'm like, we can't make this up. Like, oh no. my goodness. So <laughs> everybody had something that went wrong on that trip. I'm like, we just need to go and park. <laughs> I yes. don't even know if we want to go on trails at this point. Let's just go and park. Uh-huh. So, and so you did? We ended up going, we finally all made it to Moab. We ended up having a, a night where we just kind of debriefed and it was like, okay, now tomorrow will, is another day and we'll go on the trails. And it was a really relaxing trip, but yeah. After we got there. <laughs> yeah. So then you had to like, you know, get, get rid of the bad karma. Yeah. Kind of yeah. change the direction. Lot. Did you guys, do you do any like whitewater rafting or? No, I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to do whitewater rafting. I'm afraid that I'm going to get flipped upside down and drown. So I'll probably skip that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. So you can drive on the edge of the mountain and, and maybe fall off, but you're afraid you're going to drown in the white water yeah. raft. Tell me about that. Did, I, did you have a bad experience? No, not at all. I've never been. I think it looks like fun. And I'll probably try it because I like to try new things. 
Mm-hmm. But water is one of them things as I'm getting older, like I have more of a fear. Uh, we were swimming in the swimming pool at Moab at the condo. And I'm pretty sure my stepson was trying to like drown me at one point. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> so was he doing jujitsu on you in the <laughs> pool? Or? <laughs> he might have been. I don't know. I was flopping around. I was like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. But yeah, it's just something as I'm getting older, that's one of the fears I've had. But I can roll, I can go on a cliff and I can maybe roll off, but hopefully there's no water at the end. (laughs) Yeah, I I get that about the water though. Cause you know, one time I was out boating with my two daughters, this was, you know, about 10 years ago and they wanted, you know, to jump off holding hands off the back of the boat to get the picture, right, of that. And so I'm like, okay, and I just in the moment did it. And so, you know, we hold hands, we jump off and we're in the middle of this lake that's 130 feet deep. And all of a sudden I panicked, you know, because you just, so all of a sudden you're in the deep end and you're like, oh my God. There's a long way down. (laughs) I didn't anticipate what was going to happen after we jumped in. Now it's always a fun time, but I would like to do the whitewater rafting at some point. Um, Kayaking, I don't think I'll ever do because that's another one. I just, I don't think I want to do that. So, so relaxing for you sounds like an adventure, like, but that's fun for you. Like that's, that's how you unwind and. I am not one to want to sit and not do something. So, I mean, I'll, I'll relax and I'll sit on the patio for, you know, an hour or two. But after that, I just get stir crazy and I want to do something. Yeah. So tell me about how growing up, did you grow up here in the area? I did. Um, Not too far from here, actually. So I was born and raised in Mansfield. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm, so I always had like the cows out there that, you know, some days they might have gotten loose and they're right outside my bedroom window. So that's always a pleasant <laughs> way to wake up. Um, but I, we had a big yard and we always did a lot of playing and outdoors and I just loved being out there. Mm-hmm. You have siblings? I have an older sister. Wow. I always have to specify she's older. <laughs> she's older. Yes, yes, yes. That's important. Important yep. distinction. And then she's got, uh, we have six nieces and nephews. And yeah. So, so I, she has six kids. She does. Wow. She has three. And then she adopted three when they were little. Ah, yep. wow. She's got a big heart. Big heart. Yeah. So do you. It sounds Thank like you. it runs in the family. Yep. That come from your mom? Or Absolutely. Your d- my mom and my dad. Your mom and your dad yep. both have big hearts. So is there someone in your life that that really inspired you, Kelly? I think there's many different people at different points in my life that inspired me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and dad, of course, they influenced and inspired me at a very young age. I think I get a lot of my work ethic and my responsibility from them. But I think at different stages, there was this one gal, and I always, I always think about her. It was my early 20s, and that's when I was at my point in my life of, okay, do I need to become an adult now and be responsible and you know get things straight, or do I still be that young 20-some-year-old? But she kind of made it where I wanted to become a better version of myself and of just a better person in general. So she, she was my mom at the place that I worked at that point. And I never wanted to come into the office and have a bad story to tell her. Or if she would tell me, you don't want to do that. You're going, you know, don't do that. So she kind of made me want to be a better person. And we always called her mom. So I'm like, oh, don't tell mom that, you know, me and my girlfriend went out to the club that night. It's like, don't tell mom. <laughs> so, But she just was always there. She was, mm-hmm. she represented something that I wanted to be. She was very responsible. She had a huge heart. She just was an overall good person. And so she just made me want to step up my game. And I did. I was like, okay, it's time for me to become that that version of myself and, you know, the adult and be mm-hmm. on the right path. So I and, owe a lot to her. And now you you pass that on. 
I try. Yeah, you, I definitely you exhibit try. that same behavior. I do right? try. She'll be proud. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure she would. She's still it's someone that's in your life? Um, we text occasionally. Um, she's gone through a lot of life changes. But yeah, I show her pictures of my granddaughter and she'll send me some of her grandson, which is so crazy that I tell her, you know, I have a granddaughter because yeah. she was there at the very early stages of my life. So it's just odd that we've went through all those life mm. changes together. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't keep in touch with her nearly as enough, which I think is part of life and friends and you don't, sure. you don't get to spend as much time as you think you should. Yeah. So when you look back on your life, your younger self, let's say your 18-year-old self, 21-year-old self, is there anything you would do different? Oh, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, no, because I think everything, the good and the bad, it molded who I am today. So now there was a few things I could probably have done without in my life. But again, I think that developed my character a little bit more. So whether it was a strong, you know, sense of this, or if I, you know, did something stupid with that, it still made me who I am today. And I think I value that. Yeah. Was there a particular adversity that you went through that really shaped you and helped build your character? Um, I would say more recently, my fiance, just he... And again, we've been together for about 11 years. And I think he just made me want to be a better person as well. Mm -hmm. You know, he's made me want to strive for more and want to have more goals and want to do more in my life. So I do a lot that's to him. What's his name? Todd. Todd. So Todd. I call him Stefan. Like we go by our last names. Like so, so many people <laughs> don't even know. Like a group yeah. of our friends don't even know my first name's Kelly. They're like, we just know you by story. Story. So, Story and Stefan. Story and Stefan. Yeah. And so 11, 11 years, yep. 11 plus years. Uh, yeah. That's a long time. That's, yeah, Todd. Yep. That's like going to put a ring on it. Is that he like did. that? I oh, <laughs> he did. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah. All right. That's that's a long we'll see courtship. What, we'll see when, uh, you know, all the plans come into play. <laughs> yeah. Again, it might be like I was saying earlier, you know, we do all these off-roading. So it might be on one yeah. of our trips sometime. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a last minute thing. Right, right on the edge of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Could go this way, could go that way. Do you want yep. to take this trip? Or, yeah. That's good. But ah. he's brought a lot of good in my life, like his daughter and his son and the grandbaby. Like, so I'm very grateful for them. He brought me into the, so we were a member of, or we are members of an elite group that do a lot of tactical training. Now, I don't want to talk guns because I know guns can be very political nowadays, mm -hmm. but it wasn't even about the guns, but it was more, I wanted to learn how to protect myself and defend my family if ever any time came to about to be about. So we became members and it was by three Navy SEAL brothers, which their story themselves is fascinating, but they taught us a bunch of different personal defense, unarmed personal defense. So funny story we did it from being navy seals from being navy seals it was a two-day training and you and todd me and todd okay we went down there we did a bunch of different type of tactical training but mm -hmm. this one here was special it was a complete life-changing training okay. so it was a two-day event we went down there and went through so many different type of scenarios and different trainings and one thing I loved about this group is they never took it easy on me. I'm like, if I'm getting mugged in the Walmart parking lot, they're not going to take it easy on me because I'm a female. So I didn't want that. I didn't want to be any less. Mm -hmm. um, so, and they didn't. They treated me just like everybody else and they they were hard on me. So we did this one training. I don't want to give too much of the way because I know that they still do a lot of this. But 
in one of the trainings, we I went one way, my knee went the other, and I went down. Oh. And so they were like, well, you know our phrase, if you still have a pinky left fight, you you still fight. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Because, you know, I don't want to oh. ever quit. I never yeah. want to give up. So I stood up, took one step forward, and down I went again. And I was like, I think my pinky's broke. Oh, <laughs> so no. They ended up stopping the whole the scenario that they was playing out. And they wrapped up my leg. And it, I'm like, it didn't hurt. That was the thing. It didn't hurt. It just, it won't work. So they put me to the side. And I still wanted to finish out the, the training. Because, again, it was day two. So there was a couple more scenarios that they were going to go through. And I did it standing on one leg, hopping around. And I'll tell you what, though. I'm like, if I was going to ever have a torn ACL. <laughs> so it was a torn ACL. It was a torn ACL. So you couldn't even bend your leg. I couldn't. I, no, I couldn't bend my leg. And every now and then I would stand and up still and it would going. fall. I still kept going. Kelly. It was pretty remarkable. But I wanted to finish it. And that was the thing. I wanted to be a part of it because it mm -hmm. was a life changing. And I did learn so much. And I'm like, well, if I'm, again, if I'm in that situation where I'm trying to defend, I want to be able to, you know, <laughs> prove I could still do it. So, yeah, they wrapped it up, and I did the best that I could, and then I ended up with an MRI, and it was torn ACL. So I had surgery. I'm like, what kind of a story, though, is that? Like, that if is I was story. going to do any type of injury, I did training with the Navy SEALs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you showed how tough you were. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be the guy who comes up to you in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I don't want to have a guy come up to no, me in the parking lot. But, but, I, wanted but to... I feel like you could defend yourself I, there. That yeah. was important to me. And, you know, Todd did open up my eyes to that whole world, too, because I handled guns and I handled weapons. And yeah. But for me, I wanted to be able to handle it in a safe manner, and I wanted to feel confident with my skill set. Mm -hmm. So that way, if I ever had to defend my, you know, defend myself or my family or you know my neighbor, yeah. I wanted to feel confident in being Absolutely. able to do so. Yeah. And so now your stepson is helping you by doing the <laughs> jujitsu moves on yep. you too. What's What's his name? Trip. Trip. Yep. Yeah. Well, trip, he is a trip. <laughs> trip. Trip is a trip. See, you have all these men in your life that are trying to make sure that you're I can safe. Defend myself. Yes, you can defend yourself. I've learned how to tap out. Yeah. He'll put me in a trip just like that. I'm like, kid, <laughs> stop. I, my safe word. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's taught me a lot too, and it's fun to practice those moves. And he came up to me one day, and he. He, I, it was so quick, and all of a sudden I was on my butt, and I was like, he goes, that was the dummy move. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, that sounds like fun. It is fun. Uh, so, Kelly, if you could meet anyone, uh, you know, famous, someone from the past that's no longer here, is there anyone that you would really like to meet? Oh, geez. Um, that's a good question. I would like to meet my grandma. She passed away before I was born. It was my dad's mom. Mm -hmm. My dad's father passed away when I was five. And I remember, for some reason, I remember him so vividly. And I remember him telling me one time that he was going to, he's going to go somewhere and I wasn't allowed to go with him. And I was like, well, why not? He's like, well, I'm not coming back. And I was like, okay. And I, I swear this all happened, but then I'm like, well, maybe it was a dream, but it was so vivid. But he was like, nope, I'm going to go. I'm not coming back. You just got to make sure everyone knows that I'm okay. And I'm like, all right, all right. And you're five. I'm like five or six. Everything happened to me when I was five or six. Yeah. But uh, I was right around that age. And then not too long after that, he passed away. And I remember like everyone at my mom and dad's house and everyone's sad and, you know, crying. And I'm like, he told me he was leaving. Like, why is everyone so sad? He knew he was going to go. Why? And he told me I couldn't go with him. 
So I remember that. And I just told my dad that not too long ago because I'm like, it was so vivid to me. And I'm like, I am 100% confident that that actually happened. But my my grandma, I never got to meet. She passed away mm -hmm. before I was born. So it would just be nice because I get, I get told that I look a little bit like her. So it would be nice yeah. just to see that woman what, and who what she a, was. What a beautiful gift your grandpa gave you, though. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I mean, he obviously knew. Yep. Right. I think so. I think he knew. I, yeah. and. He just wanted to put me at ease. Yes. And, but yeah. I remember every, I re always remember sitting on his lap like I was his girl. Yeah. So I remember very vividly the times that he was up. They were from Kentucky. So mm. they would come up and him and my uncle Ted would come and hang out at my mom and dad's house. And it was just, mm -hmm. I, that moment is what I remember the most though. It's like, I knew he was going to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was his girl. You were his girl. <laughs> When you look back over your life, is there is there a moment or something that you're the most proud of? I think just who I am today, where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. I want to strive for more, and I'm not one to want to just stay in the same spot for the next 30 years. I want to kind of keep pushing myself and see how far I can go and where I can end up because I know that there's a great future out there. So I just want to keep pushing and yeah. believe it in myself and keep doing it. That's awesome. I want your job, Kathy. <laughs> no, I, I really could, don't. <laughs> you know, I'm looking for somebody who wants this job in the not, future. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be awesome. Um, so, Kelly, uh, I want to turn the table here and give you an opportunity to ask me any question that you might have. Is there anything that you regret not doing when you were younger? It's mm, a good question. You know, it's it's hard to have regrets when... I look at my life today and I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out. Right. Um, I think that if I, if I had to say a regret, it would be not being living in the moment enough, you know, yeah. like you're so busy, like young, when you're younger in your twenties and your thirties, and I had two daughters and a career and all the things and, you know, you're just rushing through life. Like you're just, okay, eat your breakfast, get dressed. Okay. After work, it's time for bath, time for dinner. Yeah. And you're so focused on the, the little things, the day to day that you don't really like live in the moment or enjoy life as much as you should. So I probably would enjoy the journey more. Do you do that more now today? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I feel yeah. I'm more, I need to do that more because I am very routine. It's like, okay, yes. now it's this time, it's this time, we got to do that. So yeah. I need to step back a little and right. do that. Yeah, actually, you know, we've talked a little bit about meditation that, you know, yep. for the last 15 years, it's kind of been a daily practice of mine yep. doing meditation. I think that's helped me a lot just to be more in the moment and live more in the moment and enjoy what's happening in front of me. Well, Kelly, this this has been such a fun conversation with Thank you. you. You're such a fun person and so spontaneous. And I can tell you're just living life to the fullest. I try. Yeah. Kelly Story, you inspire me. Thank you. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for having me.